From the studios of WFAN, this is Mike Zahn, Francesa on the fan on this Thursday, a beautiful day, the fourth day of October. The calm before the storm as the Yankees uh, dispose of the A's as everyone hoped they would in the one-game wild card, and now it's on to bigger and better things against the Red Sox. The series that everyone hoped and prayed for all year, the series that everyone had to have this year, and you could tell last night, and having been in that stadium a million times for playoff games, dating back for years and years and generations, uh, you could tell that that was about anticipation last night. That was about going there to get this game out of the way and bring on the main event. And now the main event is upon us, and it will begin uh, tomorrow. Uh, in Fenway Park. So, I mean, really, from that standpoint, that's what it was about. It was a, it was a New York night last night. It was a, it felt like an October night last night. You had a star-studded crowd. You had, you know, a lot of, you know, you know, people in the stands. You know, Joe Torre was, you know, on one side of me. Rudy's on the other side. I mean, so it felt like an old-time, uh, you know, Yankee night last night. The crowd was, you know, they were jammed into the stadium. It was. The biggest crowd I ever saw in the stadium last night. I didn't leave early. It was a it was a big crowd. Um, the stadium seemed you know sometimes it doesn't seem packed all the time anymore. Even even in big spots, but it was last night, and it was loud last night. Now it got loud last year in the playoffs. To be fair, it really did. It, it really got loud in last year's wild card game when the Yankees got behind, and then it really carried the rest of the playoffs. But it was loud again last night, and it will be really loud when the uh, Red Sox uh, come to town. You know what? Let's be honest. Boone had a he had a great day. He had a great night. He had he, everything he planned worked. Everything he went to worked. Every move he made worked. He wanted Severino. He called for Severino. It worked. He backed Sanchez. Sanchez did his job. You know what? How many calls have I taken in the last month about fans who didn't want Sanchez anywhere near that game, predicting that it would be a disaster? Last night, a couple of big spots. Ball was thrown in the, in the dirt. You know, with 0-2 counts, 1-2 counts, Sanchez blocked everything last night. Now, he didn't hit, and he bounced into a soft double play his first time up. He didn't do anything with the bat. Yankees didn't do all that much with the bat last night. Judge was on his game from start to finish last night. I mean, you could just see it. I mean, every in every way, you can see, you know, that Judge is right now the guy. I mean, it's not even there's not even a debate anymore about the guy. It's not even a question. He is so much the guy, it's ridiculous. But And he's become one of the best, you know, all-around players in baseball, from his defense to everything else. I mean, his arm, his, his power, uh, you know, in every way, he just sets the tone. Um, but... You just check off the list. He started Severino, check. He went with Sanchez, check. He brought Batances in with guys on base early in the game. I'm like, really? Batances now with guys on base? I was very surprised by that. Worked out. Now, the A's didn't, you know, give him credit. Maybe he thought the A's, who do not like to sacrifice, do not like to bun a lot, do not like to run a lot, which is, uh, you know, against the the 
the tenants they play with, you know, they didn't do anything. They did not challenge him. I would have put a bunt down on him so fast it was, uh, his eyes would have spun. But he gets out of the inning. They go about their business. He puts in uh, Echeverria for, uh, you know, Echeverria for, for defense. He makes a, an amazing play. So it went to him early, too. I mean, they got to be, you know, you got to wonder how early they're going to take him out of the game. Went, took him out of the game early last night, uh, but he made a, you know, a stellar play. Uh, so every move he made last night worked. All right, one reliever comes in and gives up a homer. Again, those guys in that pen are not solid gold right now. They are not. They are names, but they're not solid gold. And until you see that they really are, you're going to have a little bit of hesitancy. But on the other side, I think, on the Boston side, they got more than a little hesitancy when it comes to that bullpen. And to me, that bullpen, Sale, whether he can give them innings, and the bullpen is really the Achilles for this team. Now, they are going to do what an Oakland didn't do. They are going to make the Yankees throw the ball. They are going to make the Yankees throw them out on the base paths. That, because they embarrassed the Yankees with their running game, they're going to go right back to that running game. So that's going to be very much a big part of the what happens early in that series because it was so much, so much a, a part of what happened when they embarrassed the Yankees in, in that sweep up there. I mean, they, they just ran them right out of the building. In every way. And I thought the A's would show a little of that last night, and they didn't. And, you know, they really weren't doing anything. So I thought for sure they would go that route, and nothing. Nothing. Stanton, of course, hit his home run when it meant nothing. But, hey, you know, whatever, you know. Uh, all right. Mons told me to cover the over, so maybe it did have some. Maybe it did help some people out last night. So uh, from that standpoint, but that, you know that seems to be something we see a lot of. Uh, you need those a little more in the body of the game. But from that standpoint, listen, it was a fairly easy night. It was a fairly comfortable night. The opener, which everyone made such a big deal out of, didn't work out for them. You know, they got behind early. Judge puts his stamp on it right from the start. You know, he hadn't shown a lot of power since he comes back, and boom, right off the start. He had a terrific game last night in every way. Uh, you know, Voight gives him, and Voight, I'm telling you, Voight lights that place up. He lights up the bench. He plays to the bench more than anything else. I know the crowd gets into it too, but he plays to the bench and the bench just goes wacky with them. They just go crazy. And he's, you know, he really does fire up the team. And I was thinking as he goes around to third base. Now, the first time I saw that, I thought the right fielder should have caught it while I was watching it at the game. Then when I got home and got a chance to see the replay, I don't really think he should have caught it. So uh, I thought first that he should have, and then I don't think he should have. Uh, but when he got into third base there, I mean, I was thinking, imagine what Burr's thinking right now is this guy comes out of nowhere, comes here in a trade for Shreve, goes back to the minor leagues. Now he's batting fifth, and he's clearing the bases with triples and jumping up and down on third base, scoring, you know, on you know in, in front of a, you know, a tag at the plate, going crazy, pounding his fist, jumping up and down. And, you know, right now he's putting a lot of life into the team. There's no question about it. So the Yankees get a very matter-of-fact, comfortable, with a better team kind of win against the A's last night and now get ready for the main event. Now that's over, okay? Hey, it's a good win. It's an important win. To me, they had to get past that game. They did. Now... 
you're into the deep part of the pool. No matter where you are in the American League, you're in the deep part of the pool. If you're in Cleveland, if you're in Houston, if you're in Boston, if you're in New York, you're talking about four heavyweight contenders. You're talking about four major baseball teams with loads of talent, plenty of weapons, you know, really everything you could ask for, starting pitchers, big guys coming out of the pen with big arms, power, terrific hitters, all-around players like Judge and Betts and guys like that. I mean, so you have, you have Sale. I mean, you have, you have so much going on right now. You got two classic series, and two teams are going to survive that, and then they're going to put another one, and then they're going to play against an underdog, whom no matter who the National League produces, uh, and that doesn't mean that that team can't win because we've seen that a million times. They can, but worry about that when it happens. First comes the main event, which will begin up in Boston, and we got a little time to fool around with that. Busy show today, really busy show tomorrow, as you would expect, jam-packed both days about this stuff. We'll get you to all the press conferences. Uh, we'll get you all the information. We'll get you everybody on. Tomorrow will be a football Friday, and we'll do all the other stuff too. Uh, we'll have a lot of Lot of working on a lot of guests tomorrow, like you would expect. Uh, I hope to have a Rod tomorrow on the series. Uh, and uh, uh, Simmons and I already started, you know, giving each other a hard time. So I'll try and see if I can get him up tomorrow to fight with me about the Red Sox, you know, because I already started on him. Hey, the Red Sox are, are going to be tight in this series. There's no question. They, after the classic year they had, they have to win this series. It's a, it would leave such a bitter taste if they don't, and they're playing a team that can absolutely beat them. I think the Yankees match up great against them. I really do. I think the Red Sox are vulnerable in a couple of spots. I think they're really vulnerable to the Yankees in the bullpen. The Yankees, I'm worried about the Red Sox running game. I'm worried about the Yankee defense. We saw it rear its head again last night. Every ball to uh, you know third base is an adventure. You know, and the Red Sox are going to use their speed. They're going to use it in a very, very big way. They have wonderful players in Betts and Martinez, and Benatendi loves hitting at Yankee Stadium. I mean, hey, it's Yankees, it's Red Sox, it's, you know, it's star players, it's tradition. Now, and a couple of people mentioned this to me this morning. Oh, you know what? Everyone remembers 04. These players don't know from 04. Okay. 04 is a long time ago. 04 for these players is, you might as well be talking about the Civil War or the Revolutionary War, okay? They don't know anything about 04. Nothing. Yes, we remember it. We remember what happened in 03. Aaron obviously does. We remember what happened in 04. I remember in 04 every bit of it. I've gone through it a million times. Being up in Boston for that third game, 1908, and uh, driving home to do my show on Sunday morning with my wife at 4 in the morning and hearing the Red Sox fans say, we will never beat this team, never as long as I live. We just can't do it. We have beards. They are just they're just better. They're just, they, they want it more. They're, they're you know, they're... They are under control. You know, they got everything going for them. We're a mess with this. And, and then we know what happened in game four. In game three, I mean, in game four, the ninth inning. 
and then Big Poppy in extra innings, and then the next night when they should have had the lead, the Tony Clark ball that doesn't go for the ground rule double, don't get the run home, blow the lead with Gordon and Mariano again, and then comes the bloody sock, and then comes sitting through that nightmare in Game 7 when it's 8 nothing in the second inning, and you have to sit through nine, uh, seven or more, eight more innings of that stuff, and I did with Red Sox fans multiplying around me by, you know, by the number in each inning. With Eddie Coleman sitting next to me with his father's mitt and dog in my other ear bothering me for eight innings because he finally got to sit there while the Yankees collapsed after watching them win year after year after year. Yes, I remember it. I do. As Yankee fans, you do. But don't think these players do. They don't. They don't know from all four. This is about their time. It's about their – they'll hear a little bit about tradition, but you know what they care about? They care about winning. Red Sox care about showing they can play in the postseason now. Price cares about showing people he can play now. Sale wants to prove what he can do now. Judge wants to prove what he can do now. They don't care about 04. We do. They don't. They care about now. But it's still Yankees. It's still Red Sox. And – it doesn't get any better than that in October. It doesn't get better than, than that anytime, anywhere, any place. We're ready for some fun. Can't have, you can't have any better theater than we're going to get starting tomorrow. Now, sad note as I go to the opening break. I've been doing a show over 30 years. As you know, the first 19 with, with uh, Dog. One of our guests who was on with us so many times I can't count. If I would say... Dave Anderson graced this show in the afternoon a hundred to two hundred times over the years of the show. Countless times. At fights, at big events, at Super Bowls, at giant playoff games, at big giant games. You know, he loved boxing. He loved the Giants. He loved Bill Parcells. He loved he, he, you know, he was a he was kind of like when people in the media would fight, he was like a little above it because he was the Times. And it was, he was like the direct descendant from Red Smith. I mean, he was, you know, he was the Times. It was different. He was the Times. He was a Pulitzer Prize winner. He was a wordsmith, okay? So, but he could be a little cranky. He could give you a little needle. He could be a little tough, which was fun. Uh, he was a good storyteller. He told a million great stories on this show. And I bring him up because he passed away today at the age 89. He was a big part of our show on so many occasions. So Dave, uh, um, I send to Dave and his family and to the uh, Dave and his family our, our condolences and our prayers. And he had a great career. He was a legendary figure in this town, one of the great sports writers of all time. And, you know, like I said, he was a big part of our program in the afternoon here for 30 years on so many different occasions I couldn't even count. So he was very much part of the, part of the program. And for us, a big part of what we did, you know, in, in all those years. When we go, go do a big event, Super Bowl, boxing in the early years, whatever, Dave Anderson would be there with us. He would be on with us many times, many big events. So uh, he was a major contributor to our program, and, and uh, he will be missed. And like I said, if you're young and you don't know the name, look it up. Uh, died today at the age of 89, one of the great sports writers ever, and a, really a major figure in this town for generations. So we send our condolences and our prayers to the Dave Anderson family back after this.